It's a Dial Wild podcast, take two. <laughs> it's been a very long week, folks. Oh, welcome. Welcome. And we are excited to bring to you another podcast involving Timberfest. 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 We are very excited. So I think I'm going to call these the Timberfest Chronicles. The Timber... The yeah, I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> let's go with that one. <laughs> that works. So, uh, episode one of the Chronicles, it, technically you could say it was you, me, and Jess talking yep, to Steve yep. Mo. Stevie Mo. Stevie. By the way, not Steve Mo. Stevie Mo. That was Mo. all my fault. Blame me. That. Yeah, it was your fault. I was going to take partial credit, <laughs> but I'll just blame you. It's easier. So, we, uh, we had that episode. If you haven't heard it yet, it is kind of the basis of what's going on. And we're going to cover a little bit of that in this episode, but mostly just catching up with Trent Randall, who is going to be doing an acoustic set and going to be playing with hardcore band from the Quad Cities, God War. God War, not and God of War. Do not confuse it. They're like a bunch of dads that play um, hardcore music, and it's awesome. They just rock. They just they kill it, dude. And... Uh, I think they say they play about one show a month or so, and they're getting ready to go in and record some new stuff, which I'm hoping Sick. we hear at Timberfest. 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 Exactly. So thank you for tuning in. Definitely be checking us out on the socials. The Timberfest itself has a new... We've got an Instagram. We have a new Instagram just for Timberfest. Shout out to Kylie. Thank you. Thank you, Kylie. Jessica is operating the Timberfest on, page on the Facebook. On the Facebook. And then any information, we kind of just bounce information from the Dial the I might Wild. make a Twitter. I might make a Twitter for Oh, it. man. Make that might be the per- yeah, like the world might explode or something. Maybe. So what we're going to do is we're kind of just bouncing information from Dial the Wild, from each uh, Timberfest page. I bounce it off my personal stuff. Just trying to get as much word out there that this is going on. So check out the socials. If you have any questions, message us. You can always email dial.the.wild at gmail.com for those who are nasty. And with no further ado, we're going to get into a conversation with none other than Trent Randall. Dial the wild. Yeah. Trent Randall, what's going on, man? Not much, man. It's good to see your face, dude. It's been years. been a minute for sure. <laughs> How's life? Life is busy, man. Just bought a house, chasing kids, that stuff. How about you? Same, same. Just working, raising raising kiddos, and just living it as much as I can, you know? So There you go. Yeah. So we got a confirmation from you guys to play Timberfest, and I'm pretty stoked about it. Like, I haven't, heard, haven't got to hear you play acoustically or in a metal or hardcore group in a long time and uh uh it's it should be it should be an awesome time dude yeah man i am freaking super stoked uh when i heard about it when you asked me i was just like 
yep. I was like, let me talk to the dudes, but I was pretty much just going to talk them into doing it. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, it's a, it's an honor to be asked to play it um, for sure. Especially being the first one. And um, you know, that's where I grew up, you know, half Mm -hmm. I'm excited to kind of go back, see people I haven't seen uh, in years like you. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just a lot of people that had a really big influence on who I am today, even though I, live in the quad cities and I'm not that far away. I, I rarely get to get to make it back unless I'm getting tattooed by Colby or something. I, you know, I come back. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And most of my family has moved away now, but um, I'm excited, man. I can't wait. So uh, for people that don't know, we played in some bands, um, high school, probably early college time, about the same era. God. 2005 to seven i want to say yeah Um, the the first band i i started in macomb that would have been 2004 i believe mm -hmm. um yeah because i was roughly sophomore about to be a junior i graduated in 06 so yeah it would have been about 04 um when we started playing me jeff Lotz, and um bobby and matt billingsley and so yeah those were those a long time ago, man, but I still think back on those times a lot. How how hard is it to believe that like your drummer of that time is now an attorney? <laughs> right. Oh, I fortunately I have not yet to um call him and say, Hey dude, I need help. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh it's I definitely it's really cool to see kind of where we all have ended up and no kidding. You know, I just had a baby and Bobby's doing his thing and Jeff's down in Nashville doing his thing. And we, you know, don't talk as often as I wish that we did, but you know, life gets busy, man. Life yeah, gets it busy. does. Well, I mean, you remember Jason Chatterton and one of my best friends and played oh. music with him for years. We probably live 20 minutes apart right now. And we maybe see each other once a month or once every other month or something, just life gets crazy. But yeah. you seem to have found a way to uh, fit some music in there. How'd you get back into, how'd you get, you know, back into the scene? How'd you get back into doing things again? Oh, so, um, fortunately up here, there's um, a pretty consistent um, schedule of shows. Um, there's a lot of guys up here who, kind of grew up in the hardcore metal scene and um, like to see it thrive. And so they bring, I mean, in the last three, four years, there's been huge bands that have came through and um, played small stages and stuff. But there were some hardcore bands, um, some dudes that were kind of the same age group as me. And then me and my brother-in-law, um, now Dan Sapinski, we had kind of tossed around the idea of, you know, starting a band and seeing what that would look like. And of course, making sure with our wives that it was okay that we <laughs> to do it. Um, but yeah, we just kind of jumped in and um, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't play music for, for quite a few years um, just with working, being newly married you know, having kids. And then I was like, I I have to do this for, for my soul, for my well-being, for my creative outlet. And, um, it's been awesome. Um, we haven't done a whole lot, you know, we're all dads. Um, we all work in the trades in one way or another. And so that's kind of a cool thing with the hardcore band is that we're all kind of 
similar vein of life and uh you know we deal with the same stuff and you know with time schedules and all that stuff so it works out well you know we basically started the band saying hey we just want to play hardcore and have fun doing it and we'll see what happens so we've been honored and blessed to play with a bunch of bands that are you know touring the nation and we've played audio feed festival a couple years and it's just been cool it's been fun man to get back into it and kind of you know just put music out there again so well the audio feed jess and i and seth were talking on the one podcast like this is kind of how this came to be we had a bunch of bands at her wedding um about this time last year and she's like i just want to keep this going and we discussed the fun that we had at cornerstone of course we don't have the resources to make like a week-long festival but like we can create a day of music and what's awesome about it is going to offer something for everybody we've got bluegrass we've got rock we've got metal you know we a little dab of everything which is kind of the conglomerate we had with the cornerstone festival you know if you want to just chill and listen to some dude play guitar and sip coffee you could do that if you wanted to go to a an encore stage and punch somebody in the face you had the ability to do that you know yeah. and it was a great time and and it makes you take for granted like how much do we take for granted just being young dumb kids and doing whatever we wanted and playing music all over the place yeah. like now having to ask our wives and make sure someone's watching the kids and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know it's just different yeah for sure definitely for sure yeah like that's what audio feed um timber fest it's gonna happen that's what it takes me back to is those times you know just a diverse a diverse group of people getting together you know expressing things in different ways through different styles of music but all with the same mindset that you know music is life and ultimately it's what bonds us all together you know sure. and things. so i'm excited for it man but not only are you going to do the hardcore thing, you got some of your acoustic stuff you're busting out that day too, yeah. right? Yes, yes. So I'm super excited about that. Um, kind of like I was talking about earlier, going back to, you know, Macomb, Colchester area. Like that's the place where I wrote my first song that I ever wrote, you know, when I was in high school and um, acoustic stuff. And I've, you know, I play at the cafe pretty regularly when I mm -hmm. lived there open mic nights and stuff but in terms of like writing uh my own material i've been working on that for many years um and hopefully i'm going to record soon and do that and um, i've played a couple different events and, and shows up here this way um so yeah i'm excited to share what i've kind of been working on and i'll play some covers and stuff too um just kind of you know even the playing field, I guess. Get <laughs> some participation. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to to share my material, you know, with people I haven't seen in a long time and um, stuff that I've been working on and stuff that's personal to me. And um, I think it's relatable to a lot of people. You know, I talk about family and life and loss and hardship and, you know, work and all the all the stuff that we in the Midwest know all too well. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited. It should be a great time, man. Um, 
No, something else. Oh, yeah. So your dad was actually a pastor at our wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know if you knew that or not. but Yeah, he did tell me. He called me. It's like, dude, you're never going to get So, yeah, that's awesome. Hopefully it went well and you did well. Well, we're still married, so we got that going for us. Hey. <laughs> He must have sprinkled the magic dust on it, right? He must have. He must have blessed it with something special. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what's funny was he worked with Carly at um, at Walmart before she finished school. Yeah. Yeah, man. And yeah. I knew him obviously from hanging out with you guys in school, and then it just kind of worked out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was a, that was a crazy time, man. He was working at Walmart like overnight to pay for trips to the Czech Republic and <laughs> working full-time during the day. And I couldn't do that right now. You know, I have no idea how he did it, but he did. So, No, That's it was cool. awesome to see. He ended up in a cool spot. You obviously are doing well where you're at. Your sister's doing well with what she's doing. Um, it just seems like everybody has been pretty blessed and, 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 and rolling pretty good. Um, because you guys – I want to say, what was it, three years ago when you started doing the Scott War thing? Yeah. Um, it started hitting shows and stuff, and it, it just seemed like COVID kind of kind of put a damper in things like it did for everybody there for a while. And Yeah, and, for sure. Sure. So we, when COVID initially happened, like obviously shows kind of came to a halt. Um, you know, audio, we were supposed to play audio feed like basically two years and then finally it happened the third year because it got canceled. And so we took some time to write some new material um, during that once it was kind of like, okay, we might be safe to be around each other, yeah. um, you know, and kind of as we sifted through that, we're like, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and play. We had either had it or, you know, weren't too concerned with us practicing again. So, yeah, but yeah, I put a damper on it for sure. So we recorded an EP. Um, it's on Spotify if you want to check. Um, nothing too spectacular. We just recorded it live um, in a studio. The cool thing about it, it was all done analog. Um, so everything was on tape. And so pretty much what you hear is what we played. And we did like pretty much a one take. Well, it was like one take. Yeah, let's try that again. So it was like two takes each song um, <laughs> just we blasted through it um in a couple hours and put it out and it served its purpose for a while but um we're actually recording in a couple weeks um digitally and so we'll be able to go in and kind of make it sound a lot better and our new stuff is a little bit more raw a little more heavy and um so yeah i'm excited to record here in a couple weeks and Possibly might be able to get out a single before um, Timberfest, but we'll see. Yeah, so. either way, we'll be stoked to hear it once you guys get down here. Because yeah. um, with dereliction being there and a few other the and some other rowdy crowds, like it ought to be a really good time. Um, you know, just throwing down, hanging out, enjoying yeah. each other's time. Like it used to be, you'd go somewhere, you'd get in a pit, and and things would get interesting. Now, like I. When we did this last year and Dereliction was playing, I found out exactly how old I am yeah. just just by trying to dance around a little bit. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's not happening anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, when we're playing, I'm going to look out and I'm going to say, 
Get it. Get it, bud. I'll point right at you. All right. Circle it, it, oh yeah if you're called out then you have no choice man i know right i know but yeah i i feel you there i so i'm 34 now and um i still go to shows regularly um I go to shows up in chicago you know des moines um pure all pretty much anywhere that a band's playing that i want to see and i find out very fast <laughs> the last <laughs> went and saw um i went and saw terror in chicago they played with backtrack and um, harm's way and i don't know how many times i stage dived but i i regretted it and i think um the people that i stage dived on uh also <laughs> me, me doing that but dude it was awesome it was great i still you know i still throw down still love to hang out with all the hardcore kids and I feel like when I go to a show now, I feel like I'm just old, <laughs> you know? So Yeah. Well, I was able to go see uh, Lamb of God in Peoria a few months ago. Yeah. And that was, that was kind of like a bucket list show for me. And I, yeah. I, I had Seth with me and um, we kind of talked about it on podcast. And then we talked not too long after that, believe it or not, a bucket list band for him has always been Demon Hunter, which oh, okay. is you know he's 22 years old and they're about ready to come out like their 20th anniversary stuff so we're going to be going up to bloomington in september to go see them so that'd be sweet yeah i remember seeing them at cornerstone the first time yep the build up do you remember their build up like basically it was like okay there's this band that's coming and the name's demon hunter nobody knows who's in it was just like the skull figure and like and, and nobody had heard anything we just yeah and it just had the the figure up there yeah with the bullet hole demon hunter like coming i don't think it said coming soon but that was basically like you know it was just like these little snippets that they would play of a video and i was like i have to see this so yeah their shows always got wild at cornerstone it was always a great time Long, long time ago, man. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of those guys actually work for Solid State or Tooth and Nail, which is why they only tour like part of the year a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. And then one of the brothers that started that band, I think he quit. I don't remember what year it was, but he owns um, basically like a graphic design, web design firm or whatever. And um, I didn't even know about it, but I saw it on a um it was like this basically this show where they turn garages into like studios and like the unordinary thing and he has this freaking awesome like old barn garage deal that he turned into a studio and he's doing stuff for like everyone and their mom so (laughs) he's like blown up um in that aspect as well i'm pretty sure he does like all the the band's art and stuff still but yeah they're doing things for sure. So will you guys be playing up until Timberfest or sparingly, or do you have different dates set up? So we're just, we're recording. Typically we play about once a month. Um, that's kind of our goal. Um, it kind of seems to be what's doable. Um, we played audio feed and then the very next week we played that Friday with earth groans and convictions up here at the Skylark. And then, so we have a break until Timberfest, but we're going to be recording 
um, this month. So we'll be recording up till Timberfest. And then following the week after that, we're playing in Muscatine at River City Throwdown. So nice. that'll be the yeah, first week of September. Um, it's cool. Um, it's, a, it's a benefit show, and um, that'll be fun. So if you want to come up to Muscatine for another day the next week full of music, that's a, it'll be a cool time, too. So yeah, something, man. <laughs> three years ago, something like that. So. Yeah, typically we we try and play about once a month, and if that happens, awesome. If it doesn't, um, we just practice and try and write some more stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah, um, you guys on the socials? Uh, Notice you got a Facebook. Are you on the Instagrams and stuff? Yeah, yeah, Facebook, um, Instagram. We're we're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Like I think a lot of people are, which is funny. My my wife does marketing um, stuff for a lot of her friends and a lot of businesses and stuff. And I was joking with my brother-in-law. I was like, hey, we just need to hire Leah out to um, do our socials. <laughs> but we wouldn't be able to pay her much, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is, man. No, we're stoked to have you. I'm excited to see you. It's been a minute. And yeah. uh yeah, like I said, it's probably going to be a good crowd of um, the folks that we were around, that we played around. You know, I, I'm pretty sure Aaron Jones will be around. I'm pretty sure, you know, um, a lot of them guys that, that were around at that time um, are planning on being out, if they're still in the area. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, got some good groups coming um, all different genres, all different types. Um, it's going to be crazy and it's just going to be a good day of music. Um, I don't know if you're coming down earlier to do your acoustic set than doing the, the hardcore thing later, but, uh, that's all kind of, um, in the woodworks and we're just, we're just happy to have you dude. So it's going to be a yeah. blast. I'm very excited, man. I, I plan on being there all day. So awesome. I'm going to be there all day. I'm going to camp out there and I'm going to do the thing full, you know? So, <laughs> And then after one night of camping, you're going to be like, okay, I don't know how I did this for a week back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So I camped at audio feed and it was kind of the, like waking up in the morning. I was like the same feeling. And I was laughing when you were talking on your um, last podcast that you did about you know, camping out at Cornerstone, but then waking up and going home and showering. <laughs> I was right there with you, man. I was just like, get super dirty, sweaty, wake up, go shower, and be back by like 11, you know, 11 noon. It was crazy, like, just how many friends you made at Cornerstone just because you lived 10 minutes away. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Wait, you live here? So do you have like a shower that's not gross? <laughs> Can I come with you? You know, so yeah, yeah. Those are the days, man. If I I say it all the time, like if I could go back and you know be there once again, I would. So, yeah, it can't actually, be actually. Re- that property just uh, changed hands again. Like uh, Lavadier and uh, the guy that owns the construction company used to own all of that. Kind of made it his own mecca, and yeah. it's changed hands again. So. Who knows what's to come for the old Cornerstone property, um, yeah. but we're going to do what we can in little old Colchester, Illinois. So. Yeah, man. I'm excited to be in Colchester. 
very excited. So, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tell everybody I know to try and come and even you might see some people from up here down there. So, yeah, it should be a blast. One of the things we talked about was like, this is the kind of thing at the end of the night, there'll probably be a big bonfire and some dudes with guitars and I just, it'll take you right back. Hopefully to a little festival outside of Bushnell and yeah, it, it should be a good time, dude. I'm excited and props to you and your sister um, and everybody that's putting this on. Um, that's awesome. So yeah, this is Jessica's uh, brainchild. You know, it's it's her and her husband's property. At her and Will, um, they've kind of spearheaded and said, "This is what we want to do." And then Seth and I are just like, "All right, we'll get the podcast behind it. See if like the five people that listen to it will actually <laughs> show up." You know, but uh, it it's going to be a good time, dude. And we're and like I said, just tickled to death to have you. So, well, thank you, and thank you for asking for sure. No problem, dude. But I couldn't say anything but yes. Yeah.